0: I am we've been oh that that is probably our longest recording ever.
1: We've been at it for an hour and 13 yeah. minutes, according to Audacity. And we didn't even have five minutes of screwing around before we started recording. No, we jumped right into it. This is this is this is a lot. Oh God,
0: to you pre-recorded during, I guess, the return of Blaseball. This is, this is a cultural event, a Blaseball Recap Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Saft. My pronouns are they, them. Joining me, as always, is your other host, Eli Lee.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Eli Lee. My pronouns are also they, them.
0: <sighs> Lee, how how you doing this week? How, are you excited? This is, this is... Our return. Yes, listeners! You know how last episode we mentioned we occasionally were going to do two weeks in a row to make sure we were on the the, the beat, on the on the scuttle, on the I don't know what phrase I'm looking for.
1: To show that we are on the bleeding edge there of baseball news content.
0: And so this is the return of Blaseball after the extended siesta.
1: Welcome back, everybody. The days are getting longer. The sun is getting warmer. The crocuses are popping up from under the snow. I've listened to the original Broadway cast recording and cried at the secret garden four times. <laughs> which means that spring is here, and so is Blaseball.
0: Yes. Now, Lee, before before we actually get into Blaseball proper... I have to give you a ball related snack review. <gasps> oh! Uh, uh, this We'll find out that this is actually appropriate, but, Lee, as you know, as people will be listening to this, my birthday happened recently, in the fact that we are recording this on my birthday.
1: <laughs> and I want you to know that it took every ounce of self-restraint for me to not launch into that bit from King of the Hill where Bill just
0: goes, Someone's got a birthday i wonder who someone's got a birthday i wonder who someone's
1: got a birthday i wonder who continue Uh,
0: (laughs) good job not not jumping (laughs) in that bit
1: i was waiting for the right time and the right time was for me to say that it wasn't a bit
0: Um, but actually, related to this podcast, someone sent me as a birthday gift, circus peanuts.
1: Oh, this went in a different direction than I was anticipating.
0: Which I have never eaten before.
1: You've- oh my gosh! I was about to say, wait, you've never eaten a circus peanut, and then I remembered that not eating circus peanuts is probably more indicative of the human condition than having prior (laughs) eaten circus peanuts, which I have
0: yeah so I have one review of circus I've w- I've a one question uh-huh. review of circus peanuts which is why do they taste like banana no one knows
1: <laughs> why are they banana flavored you know maybe the internet knows I'm gonna I'm gonna google circus peanuts. <laughs>
0: But yeah, so that's, that's, that's my, that's me stepping on your bit of snack reviews, of me just being baffled at, why are, why are they peanut flavored? Why are they peanut butter flavored? Why are they banana?
1: It's, yeah, my, my experience with Circus Peanuts was such that, like, when my parents and I were going on, like, trips either to upstate from Long Island or from Long Island to upstate, we would stop off at, like, you know, gas stations or whatever, and they would have those, like, wire-rotating racks of, like, cheap-ass candy right Mm -hmm. by the uh, cash register. And circus peanuts were always there. And I never bought them because I always preferred, like, peach rings or runts. Except then one time I decided, you know what? The texture on these looks great. (laughs) And it wasn't. (laughs) And the taste... Was not good, <laughs> although I do enjoy that they bill themselves as being free of major allergens. A thing that you I, may want to disclose on a candy that's named after peanuts. I,
0: yeah, I guess I guess that is fair. Maybe that's why they were like, well, we could make these taste like, you know, peanut related in any degree, but then someone might have allergies. So let's go with banana.
1: Yeah, it's oh my gosh. yeah, Spangler candy. Bills them as the banana flavored peanut shaped marshmallow treat, a nostalgic favorite fat free candy, a thing Goodness. that they technically can bill themselves <laughs> as because there's no fat. It's just a boltload of sugar. <laughs> circus peanuts. They're basically health food. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Okay, we can get into the episode in a minute. I've got circus peanuts history for you, though. Okay, okay. I'm doing this specifically because later on in this blurb, I see polyethylene film mentioned, and I want to see how they're related. Mm. Marshmallow circus peanuts were invented in the 1800s and have been produced by... Many confectionery manufacturers over the years. The first Spangler candy circus peanut recipe was developed on March 12, 1941. During the war, circus <laughs> peanut slurry was sold in <laughs> jars as a sugar replacement since sugar was rationed. Circus Peanuts were originally introduced as spring candy items in 5-cent and 10-cent variety stores. In the late 1940s, polyethylene film was developed and helped make it possible to offer Circus Peanuts on a year-round basis. Which makes it sound like they manufacture them once per year and that's all you get.
0: I mean, what it sounds like is, this is oddly analogous to the story you told of the McRib, which yeah. is that this it's, it's a seasonal item caused th- that's related to the U.S. military.
1: How many food items has the U.S. military bankrolled and do they all suck as hard as the last two that we've mentioned?
0: Oh, well, you know what doesn't suck? Blazeball. 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 It- we should probably. Well, I should make sure. Lee, is there anything you want to go over? Because I'm gonna. If I start, when I start talking about Blazeball, I'm going to be talking quite a bit.
1: No, I. You know what? We're back, baby. I want to just launch into that good, good main content.
0: All right. So, season twelve of Blazeball. At the beginning, this is the, the still noted as the Peace and Prosperity Era. Um, our subtitle for this season is the Return. We we actually start earlier than we might have expected, as baseball the seasons as they have been normally begin on Monday. But Sunday night, before the first Monday that baseball would return on, the Maunders shows up.
1: Oh, he's getting in early.
0: Yeah, Monders here, and the Monder says, "Oh hey, you're back. You want some snacks?
1: Does the monitor have circus peanuts for us?" <laughs>
0: Well, the monitor has the site for us as Blazeball returns from Siesta, um, Sunday night, and, my god, a whole bunch of stuff is new on this site. Uh, we got all new icons, we have a little bit of an updated UI, uh, I'm not gonna go over all the, like, Tiny updates of things, but we're gonna hit some quick notes. The first is that there's team info now, like there's expanded team information besides just your just what players are on a team. You have their wins, their win-loss records, which of course we know are somewhat separate. Uh, Their runs for the current season, their E-Density, which we have no idea what that is, their current tiebreaker place, the Net Shame, which is the entire amount of shame that they've accumulated over the course of baseball,
1: A stat that's very important to me.
0: Uh, And, of course, their tarot card, as was divvied out at the uh, end of the last season. There's additional information on player accounts as well. Player, uh, players being players of blazeball.com. this is I'm going to try and distinguish those as fans as opposed to Blaseball players, the characters within Blaseball who are participating in the sport of Blaseball, which is that hey, now you as a fan can have a favorite number and a favorite coffee style. So that's fun.
1: Favorite number, 69. Favorite coffee style, Americano.
0: <laughs> Notably, Ball has also apparently taken umbrage with my three-act structure of the season, <laughs> as the season is now subdivided into 11 segments.
1: Oh my god, Evan, how long is this podcast gonna be? <laughs> 11? That's too many! That's too many segments! Put some back!
0: Well, uh most of it constitutes the regular season. Uh, because the sections of time that we have making up the season, uh, we now have God's Day, which is uh, after the uh, previous season's election, uh, leading up to the preseason, which is before the game start. We have the Earl season, which is all the games uh, from Game 1 to Game 27, at which point we encounter the Earl Siesta,
1: Earl Siesta is my new royalty OC.
0: (laughs) During which the seasonal reading will be made. After the Earl uh, Siesta, uh, we get the mid-season, which will go from day 28 to day 72. Uh, After that is the late siesta. And following the late siesta, as you might expect, is the late season. After the late season is the end season. And following that, we have the Earl postseason on Friday and the late postseason on Saturday for our playoffs before finally aligning with my structure is the election. The last, the last piece of a season. This is, this is now how our, our seasons are going to be structured uh, along these lines. Now. Still on God's Day, as we now know it, God's Day of Season 12, before we even get into the actual games, even more items, because we have concessions now. As you'll recall from the election last season, there are going to be concessions. We see in the shop all the items... Uh, the the previous items that were purchasable votes and such have uh have become part of the concession area from which you can buy a a number of items uh we of course ha- which are also food we of course have votes which i our flu, are flu are our food apparently uh flutes as in champagne flutes which you can use oh, to move between <laughs> These were previously known as fair weather flutes. They're how you change teams. Snake oil, which will allow you to place larger wages on games. Popcorn, which gives you passive in- uh, gives you coins when your team wins. Stale popcorn, which gives you coins when your team loses. Chips, burgers, hot dogs, and sunflower seeds, uh, which are the upgrades you can make to your idols. So, uh, so uh, your idols. If they're batters, when they hit or get a home run, you get payouts. If they're pitchers, when they pitch a strikeout or pitch a shutout, then you get coins. Those are those are all in there. Additionally, uh, not analogous to previous to previous items, we have pizza, which allows participation in stadium renovations and flag planting, cheese board. Which allows access to wills.
1: Charcuterie has entered baseball.
0: <laughs> well, is it charcuterie if there isn't meat?
1: Yes, because vegetarians should be able to eat charcuterie.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh, the speaking of things that would fit on charcuterie, the apple, which allows players to view advanced stats and shadow rosters, previously only viewable by looking at the by hitting the API directly. Peanuts. They're back. You can purchase a thousand of them. Woo! Yeah. Notably, not circus peanuts. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts. The tarot spread, which you can use to buy a three card tarot spread, and breadcrumbs, which lets you beg. Oh, good. Now, this also introduces a new mechanic to Blaze Ball. Because you have access to buy all these snacks, however,. You have an eight-slot snack pack, so Blazeball has introduced inventory management!
1: Oh, finally, just what this internet baseball (laughs) horror game needed, fanny packs.
0: (laughs) But yes, you are limited! You can can no longer just max everything out, you have to make choices about what will be going into your inventory. Notably, as, uh... (laughs) This is also just just uh, in, in a in in an extremely baseball way to start off a season. As I actually alluded to on our Twitter, these snack packs have a very worrying bug attached to them, which oh, is yes. that occasionally, if you buy a whole bunch of snacks and then change your idols, you lose everything that you just bought, and you do not get re- uh, compensated for it.
1: Nope. No, comp. No, you don't get, there's, bitch, this is a Bed Bath & Beyond. We don't do returns here. You don't get store credit. If you, you know- trip, if you trip and eat <laughs> shit on the stairs when you have your hot dog and your popcorn, when you go see a Mets game, do you get a new hot dog and popcorn? No. You have to go buy a new one. And I hope you took out a home equity loan to pay for it.
0: Well, you know... <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, we suffer sometimes. We suffer for <laughs> baseball, and suffering is losing tens of thousands of coins. Yes, and to... a, a point
1: of- oh, go ahead.
0: No, go ahead.
1: Uh, p- important point of clarification for me. When I say the Mets, I don't mean the New York Mets. I mean the Binghamton Mets, <laughs> which is the training ground for the New York Mets. But, of course, not all of them make it out of there to the big leagues. <laughs> Binghamton Mets, if you're listening to this, I remember going to your games as a child, and they were very boring, but I still remembered them with fondness.
0: How many times did you drop your hot dog?
1: I don't want to talk about that.
0: (laughs) Now, that finally, after all that, we get to the beginning of this season, the preseason. And, hey, guess who shows up? It's the coin.
1: Oh, Oh, the girl boss is here.
0: Girl boss is here. Uh, with an announcement. Hello, snack holders. On behalf of ownership, welcome. Take a look around. Notice anything different? You wrote the future, and then we built it. Internet League baseball is back. Bigger and better than ever before. The wait is over. It's time to wake up. Good luck to all of our competitors, and good luck to you, our beloved fans. Now rejoice and play ball.
1: Happy Women's History Month, everybody.
0: <laughs> now, things to note about this season before we get into interesting, uh, you know, b- before we get to events of the season. Weather is back more than ever, by which I mean... Literally every weather is here. Everyone is here when it comes to weather. As you might recall, in season 11, uh, we only had Black Hole and Sun 2. During the coffee cup, we had the coffee weathers. But no, all weather is here. We have solar eclipses. Solar eclipses are back and incinerations are back too. No, there is death in baseball again. And I have the unfortunate news of telling you there are two incinerations during this season. They are Case Sports of the Mexico City Wild Wings and Joshua Butt of the Chicago Firefighters. No! No! Yes, yes.
1: Joshua Butt.
0: I'm I'm sorry. You
1: were taken from us too early.
0: Joshua Butt is incinerated this season.
1: But Joshua, I'll remember you. (laughs) I'll remember you as the baseball player with one of the funnier names. (laughs) Which is what I think you would have wanted,
0: Joshua. We have Peanuts returning. uh, There are still people who are picking peanuts off the ground and eating them. Now, there are 12 reactions to peanuts this season. Notably, they are all allergic reactions. And notably, these hit stats a lot harder than they used to. Players are losing a lot more stats when they eat peanuts.
1: I do think it's an objectively funny statement for you to say there were 11 reactions to the peanuts this season. They were all allergic and they were all bad.
0: Well, they were worse. Um, now, we also have returning feedback. There are five feedback swaps this season. Four of them are not a number, and Jalen Hot Dog Fingers uh, are flickering and flickering. Players, uh, make continuing their whirlwind worldwide tour of the Blazeball League. Uh, only one of these is not not number Jalen related, which is Edric Tosser of the Chicago Firefighters, switching places with Aegon Harrison of the Breckenridge Jazz Hands. Reverb is back. Uh it's here. Uh firefighters had their pitching had had their lineup shuffle. Eh. But also, Reverb is here <laughs> causing reverberations as well, as baby triumphant of the firefighters becomes reverberating. Reverberating, uh you might recall, uh means that players who are reverberating in reverb weather occasionally have the a small chance of batting again once they've batted once. Double bats. Yes, doubling up on bats. We have returning birds, but it's, it's birds. Birds are
1: always coming back.
0: Birds are here. We have returning coffee weather. Coffee weather is here too. Oh! It wasn't, it wasn't just a one-off. Coffee weather is here to stay, apparently. And notably, um, we find out, if you recall, the winner's... The winners of the coffee cup, all the players on that team were granted the perk modification. And we find out what that means, which is that they will overperform in coffee weathers. Uh, we also find out what overperforming is. Overperforming is this player will play 20% better than usual. Oh, good for them. So, yeah, good for them. We have Sun 2. It's back. And still messing with math, we have the black hole, it's back, and still messing with math, but also, also, if you click the icon for the black hole on Blaseball, you get taken to the Crab team page.
1: I, I got, I tried very hard not to spoil myself for this season of Ball because I wanted to come in fresh. But try as I may, there were certain, I'll call them buzzwords floating around mm-hmm. on Twitter that I was queued uh, in on, and one of them was crabs. Another yes. one, more troublingly, was carcinization.
0: Yes. Well, so, cra- for, so for now, we, do, we don't see, crabs aren't in the league or anything, but if you click on the black hole, you get taken to the crabs page. Look into your local black hole and you may find a friend. It's a crap. <laughs> Let's get started with actual things that happened during the season and not just explaining all the framing devices. Let's do it. Day one. We already have things happening. As Yellowstone magic hitter Chorby Short goes against the legendary pitcher Polkadot Patterson for 116 pitches. Now, how this happened is that the Yellowstone magic, as you might recall, have Oh No Blood. Oh yeah, my favorite blood type. What Oh No Blood means is that uh, hitters cannot strike out until there is at least one ball in the count. Notably, Polkadot Patterson threw, I think, three balls in season 11? So, the dot don't throw balls, and Chorby Short swings at anything and cannot get on base for the life of her. So, 116 pitches of Chorby Short versus Polkadot Patterson. Notably, in terms of our time, this took 10 minutes. 10 minutes of Chorby Short hit a foul ball. At last, we got
1: two people who absolutely suck at what they do, and we put them up against each other
0: to see what would happen. No, no, you have one person who is incredible at what they do, but has been given the restriction that you are not allowed to win until you mess up or they mess up. (laughs) And the polka dot said, I'm not messing up, I'm going... (laughs) So this is this is an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object, <laughs> is what this is. Finally. Now, also on day one, Sandoval Crossing of the Hellmouth Sunbeams. We see it has the modification Super Yummy, which has the description, this player seriously loves peanuts. And we see the message come across, Sandoval Crossing misses peanuts and gets the underperforming Modification, uh, as you might expect from how overperforming worked, underperforming this player will play twenty percent worse than usual because Sandoval Crossing, who notably was not on the Shelled Ones' pods, misses peanuts.
1: Aw, I miss peanuts too. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allergic or anything. I just don't buy them that frequently.
0: You know, peanuts are good, but there's nothing more. Sa- like you, you really want the shell. Peanuts for it to be really satisfying, and then you just have a fucking mess afterwards. Yeah. Now, also on day one, <laughs> or rather immediately after, uh, day one, day one's games conclude, the microphone begins to begins to tweet again. Um, the microphone, as you recall, is apparently the voice of Wyatt Mason after the unlimited whiting or before the Unlimited wiring, it's confusing. I should also mention one smaller change. At the beginning of this season, the Unlimited Tacos are now the L.A. Unlimited Tacos. Oh. But anyways, the microphone begins to tweet, Friends, you've been asleep for a while. Been searching. Trying to see what's coming. I found something. I can feel it. Here. All around us. Closing doors. Base dealing. I don't like our chances. It's a coin flip. Hmm. 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 Normal. Yeah. Continuing through our season, uh, on day 18, um, we set the record for most attempted incinerations in one game, as there are uh, three incinerations attempted, two of them against Margarito Nava and one of them against Nagomi Nava, um, which I guess the umpires just really hate the Navas, but they get incinerated instead. Because these players were both magmatic. Or these players are both fire breathers. New record. Hey, cool. On day 27, in a game during Peanuts weather, we get a new message, which is Sandoval Crossing love Peanuts. Yay! And games the overperforming modification. So yay, Sandoval. Which takes us to the Earl Siesta and the seasonal reading. Now, here's where I'm going to describe, uh, I'm going to explain a couple things that have been happening. Um, which is that, um, as I mentioned back when we were talking about snacks, there was the tarot spread. Yes. You could buy the tarot spread and you would get a three-card spread of tarot cards, which you could then reorder how you so wished. Notably, every single spread that you got always included the hanged man, which is the hellmouth sunbeams. We get a, new, a spread drawn for the Earl Siesta. I should note... We have no idea how this drawing is determined, whether it's a vote, whether it's a lottery of your of everyone's spreads. We don't know. There's science being done currently. I don't have an answer. But the spread for the Earl Siesta is the Magician, which is the Yellowstone Magic, the Hanged Man, which is the Hellmouth Sunbeams, and Temperance, which is the Chicago Firefighters. Notably, we see the play- we see players on the magic and the firefighters both uh, receive permanent modifications. Curry Alicia Keys on the magic receives over under. Whenever this pitcher's teams has over five runs, they'll underperform. Kendy Rogers on the other hand on the firefighters receives under over. Whenever this pitcher's teams. When, whenever this pitcher's team has under five runs, they'll overperform. So, the Magic got a debuff, and the Firefighters got a buff. The current uh, theory on this is that uh, we currently have, even as I'm saying this, we have literally two data points. But that the center card will determine what effects happen for the spread, and the left and right cards will determine the recipients. We also have currently, under, as we currently understand it, the previous season's champions will always show up in your tarot spread. But that's the seasonal reading. Notably. I'm going to say notably a lot this episode, by the way.
1: I do want to interrupt you for a moment and say that I am slightly disappointed that the tarot spread that's available at the snack bar involves the cards and not the
0: delicious root vegetable. I mean, it could be both. Like, it is a picture of... I should note that... It is tarot spread like it's a- it's a- the- the icon is a jar of, like, jelly. So it could be both things.
1: Tarot's not a jelly, though. Can you jelly taro?
0: <laughs> I mean, you can jelly- like, they- they- they make, like, beet jelly. So, I don't see why you couldn't.
1: I do not care for the fact that I googled, can you jelly taro. And Google auto-completed it to, can you jelly tarot card yourself? (laughs) That is what I was trying to avoid.
0: (laughs) We're going to find out that people making jam out of tarot cards is a thing.
1: Ugh. Continue.
0: Yes. So, during the Earl Siesta, one other thing happens. Which is, if you are on the Baltimore Crabs and you have bought the pizza which allows access to renovations, there is a ballpark tab on the Crabs page. If you go to that tab, you'll uh, which has a, a keep out sign over it, you will be given the option to contribute to the building of a ballpark. The attack Crab also known the Chesapeake Race Pu- uh, Raceway and Ballpark.
1: Kravatat hype. We've entered the Kravitat corner.
0: Now, just 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 to quickly go over these things. So, uh, we see in building of a ballpark that you are able to uh, select from multiple prefabs, which all have descriptions. Uh, which indicate the effects that they might have on players. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of those right now, and I probably will never, um, <laughs> and instead just tell you what each team gets as they get them. But we see that the crabs, uh, with very little deliberation, see the one that's that makes it sound most likely about going fast, and select <laughs> that one, and start throwing coins at it. Crabs love going fast! Do you see how they scuttle? Yeah, crabs go fast. Crabs go fast! Crabs go fast. Now, we see that you can you contribute to a ballpark by donating coins to it. Uh, there is a progress bar. The as the bar goes up, we see uh different warnings plastered across it. Do not contribute, caution, authorize entities only, cease and desist, breach an imminent I should note that it's roughly figured out that it costs about a million coins to, uh, fully put up that progress bar, this took the crabs about 20 minutes. Less than 20 minutes. Crab superiority. Crabs-crabs <laughs> went fast, throwing money at ballpark. Crab hive. Notably, on Twitter, while this is happening, we see Parker McMillan V, in a series of tweets that are then deleted, go, Uh, hey, wait. No, wait a minute! Oh no!
1: My favorite piece of lore: deleted tweets.
0: <laughs> and then deletes those and says, "Never mind, everything's fine." Which you know, that that happens. But that's that's what happens. Nothing happens yet. The crabs reach one hundred percent. Um, and then, and the Earl Siesta ends and nothing happens just yet. Uh, we get back to our season. Uh, I should note, I don't have an exact time on this, but at some point during the season, it is noticed that, uh, on the Blazeball website, there is a ticker at the top, um, which, you know, has news and stuff that occasionally goes across it. Uh, there's a message added to it. I am the ticker. I live atop the page. I feel so alive. Oh, Yay! Yeah, yeah.
1: I love I love cheerful little moments like that. <laughs> that's all you need to get me to be a fan of your, your internet baseball game, is to just have a little guy that's like, oh, yep, I'm a little guy. Here's my job. Here's where I live. I like this.
0: Uh, the ticker is also confused about the feed, which is the new feature uh, we mentioned that lets, lets you keep a little easier track of what's happened previously on Blazeball. We reach day 37. Now... Uh, Day 37, in a game between the Tokyo Lift and the Houston Spies, we see something else happen in peanut weather that is similar to what has happened before, but not quite the same. Mm. Because we see the message, Wyatt Quitter tastes the infinite. Denzel Scott is shelled. Oh. Now, as you might recall... A couple things there. Wyatt Quitter was shelled and was on the Shelled One's pods, taken over for the evil god of the Shelled One, and has the modification of Honey Roasted. Additionally, uh, one of the things that the Shelled One first said to us was, do you taste the infinite, or did you taste the infinite? Which is the worst fucking
1: Skittles tie-in ad I've ever seen in my entire life.
0: (laughs) I, I don't know, like, they did do, like, I'm, I'm, what, I'm the Scottish, I'm a Scottish man, I'm a Scottish-Japanese man, it's such a contradiction.
1: Oh, yeah, they did. Okay, I stand corrected.
0: <laughs> but, so, uh, yes, Wyatt Quitter, uh, apparently players with the honey-roasted attribute in peanut weather will occasionally shell other players. Shelled no. on shelled violence. Uh notably the ticker reacts to this, just waking up. What happened with Wyatt Quitter and Denzel Scott? Stop telling me to check the feed. I'm the event ticker. I don't need the feed. Is it the event ticker is the feed? No, no, the the ticker the ticker is separate from the feed. The feed is a different thing that you can use to check. So
1: what does the ticker say? Does the ticker Uh, just announce that it's the ticker and it likes its job?
0: I mean, yeah, at this point, (laughs) we'll see that the ticker occasionally has commentary (laughs) over the course of the season.
1: You just see a little message scrolling across the top of the screen that's like, hey, what did you guys eat for breakfast? I had some (laughs) muesli.
0: Now, proceeding on in our season, in the previews for Day 71, Mints versus Steaks, we see flooding weather. Oh. The description of flooding weather is an accident. Now, interestingly, we don't actually get to see that yet as, before the games start, the flooding weather becomes a black hole. Becomes black hole weather instead. Hmm. Hmm. And then day 72 previews, the previews for day 72, flooding is on three different games.
1: They might be giants is having a field day with this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. But then... It's gone again. All those flooding games are black hole games again, once more. And after day 72, we enter the late siesta. Here's where I'm going to take a drink of water. Oh, boy. Because things are about to pop off. Oh, boy. So, the late siesta begins. Emergency alert. The coin flips over, under, under, over, immateria, materia, Emergency alert. The coin shows up once more. Everyone remain calm. We are actively monitoring the situation. As a precautionary measure, we have activated expansion protocols ahead of schedule. Do not blame yourselves. This is not your fault. Accidents happen. In the meantime, play must continue. On the behalf of ownership, let's all extend a warm I'll be welcome to our unexpected additions. Try to make them feel at home. I should note, the era on the top of the page has changed from Peace and Prosperity to the Expansion Era.
1: Ah, uh, it! the old bait-and-switch. It's the Gilded Age all over again.
0: <laughs> I should also note that if you were... To go to Blazeball 2, at this moment in time, you would see the crabs are gone from Blazeball 2. No! And you would also now see returning to Blazeball. There are four new additions to Blazeball and three new teams Mm. because there have been four new team, four teams added to the baseball league in wild high. We have the Atlantis Georgias. Hell yeah. Slogan, you sink, we swim in mild high. We have the core mechanics slogan. We can fix this in wild low. We have the Ohio Worms. Yes!
1: Yes! <laughs> yes! 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 Finally a team for me!
0: Yes! Slogan. A oh, Worm. And in. Mild low. Returning the Baltimore Crabs, baby.
1: Yeah, that's great. I'm going to look up if there's any merch available for the Ohio Worms.
0: <laughs> Glad about yeah. the crabs, though. Yeah. Claws up. Crabs are, crabs are back. Yay! Notably, there's a, there's, a, there's a couple things to note about all these teams. The first is which, the first of which, is that all these teams have at least three championships the crabs and the mechanics both have three championships the worms and the georgias are noted to have four championships the other thing to notice about these teams is all four of these teams have a unique modifier the atlantis georgias have undersea if this team ever has negative runs they'll overperform for the rest of the game The core mechanics have maintenance mode. Whenever a player on this team is impaired, they'll receive the fourth out for the remainder of the game. The Ohio Worms have bottom dweller. If this team finishes last in their division, they'll be boosted up 5%. Notably, jumping ahead just for a second... Uh all these teams enter their leagues uh enter their leagues and will not be playing during this season and thus will have a 0-0 record and automatically be bottom of their division. And finally, the Krabs, as you heard, have carcinization. When the Krabs activate the black hole, they will steal the other team's best hitter for the remainder of the game.
1: Crabs back, baby!
0: Crab back everything will become crab eventually even if only temporarily uh, also the tickers like new team just dropped no one thought to tell the ticker huh <laughs> <laughs> One last notable thing about these teams is that all players we've seen before have an evolution uh the evolution has every player has just had the evolution of base. every player on a team that was just added has the evolution base one mm. interesting. Anyways, continuing through our seasons, hey, there's a whole lot of flooding as apparently Immateria is flooding the material plane or the immaterial plane, which is where baseball is played. Flooding, um, we find out has the effect that occasionally a surge of Immateria rushes up from the under and sweeps, uh, removes all runners on base from play. Uh, or rather removes them from base. Now, notably, it will also occasionally sweep them elsewhere rather than just, you know, back to the lineup. Um, Players who are elsewhere, very similar to uh, players who are shelled, cannot participate, but unlike shelled players, they can't participate in batting or defense or pitching. They're just elsewhere. Sometimes it happens to the best of us. Yeah. Notably, during this, the microphone tweets... Should have seen it. some things are can't hmm anyways, we reach the end of the regular season. My goodness it's it's been a long time coming with all the things we had to talk about. A giant size season. Oh my it it really is, isn't it? I'm trying to go through this as fast as I can, <laughs> but there's just so much. So at the end of the season, the coin shows up once more. We made it. What an incredible season. Now, we want to assure everyone, we have the flooding issue under control.
1: Yeah, that's what my landlord said to me, too.
0: (laughs) We're looking into a number of fixes, but no one wants to hear about that. Who's ready for some exciting ILB postseason action? It's party time. So, at the end of our regular season, uh, in first place, uh, coming in first, we have the Hades Tigers with yes. 72 wins and 27 losses, and, uh, bottom of the pack, uh, besides the, you know, four teams that have the 0-0 records, um, we have the poor Tokyo Lift with 27 wins and 72, the exact opposite of the Hades Tigers, 27 wins and 72 losses, Sucks to suck lifts. The the lift's getting a little bit of the raw end of the deal here, being a team that was newly added, but without evolved players and also without a special modification built just for them. The lifter, the lifter, just the new guys. But you know, maybe they can get strong. Which takes us into the postseason. Entering into the wild card, we have the New, the, the New York Millennials and the Charleston Shoe Thieves from the wild division and the Chicago Firefighters and the Mexico City Wild Wings. The, the, the Charleston Shoe Thieves and the Mexico City Wild Wings were the ones selected as the wild card, where, whereas the New York Millennials and the Chicago Firefighters were the fourth seeds from their divisions both the Mexico City Wild Wings and the Charleston Shoe Thieves defeat the fourth seed of their division two games to one. Meaning this is the first time in ILB history that both wild cards have advanced to the finals rather than a fourth seed. Ooh. Which means for our main season, for our main finals proper, we have from the Wild League, the Philly Pies, the Charleston Shoe Thieves, the Hawaii Fridays, and the Seattle Garages. From the Mild League, oh sorry, I had those, I had that reverse, that was the Mild League. From the Wild League, we have the Hades Tigers, the Mexico City Wild Wings, the Hellmouth Sunbeams, and the Breckenridge Jazz Hands. Now, I would generally make my joke about the Philly Pies at this point, but Ascension is off the table, so despite the fact that the Philly Pies have two wins, if they were to win these finals, they would not ascend. And also, they lose to the Charleston Shoe Thieves 3-1. The Seattle Garages (laughs) defeat the Hawaii Fridays 3 games to 1. The Hades Tigers take the Mexico City Wild Wings 3 games to 1. And the Hellmouth Sunbeams defeat the Breckenridge Jazz Hands 3 games to 2. Which means, going into the uh, championship series, we have a a rematch of the Tiger Beams in the Wild League and the Seattle Garages against the Charleston Shoe Thieves in the in, uh, the Mild League. The, uh, both of these games, or both of these matches will go three to one. Seattle Garages taking it in the mild league and Hades Tigers advancing to the finals over the Hellmouth Sunbeams. We notably don't see the incredible lag on that happened in the last Sunbeams, uh, Tiger Beam <laughs> series. Um, which means, uh, our, our internet series finals are the Hades Tigers versus the Seattle Garages. Now, once again, I do have to note Ascension is off the table. The Hades Tigers have two championship wins. They will not ascend if they win this series. And while they do not ascend, the Hades Tigers do take this three games to two, going to five games against the Seattle Garages, and the Hades Tigers pick up their third championship. The Hades Tigers are your season 12 ILB champions.
1: Hell yeah, they are!
0: Yes, uh, the... the, The Tigers are here, baby, but... Unlike crabs, they do not have to climb or go up. The The tigers are here to stay. Which takes us to the most capitalist time of the season. Well, I guess maybe it's not the cap- most capitalist time of the season anymore, given that now in the Earl Siesta, you're literally throwing money to build ball- ballparks. But it's still pretty capitalist, all right? It's the election! Woo! Now... You know what? Here's, here's what we're first going to do. We're first going to go over what the possible decrees were for this season. On the ballot, with one decree passing, we have title belt. Title belt. Win the championship to claim the belt, then defend it in title matches next season. The holder of the belt is protected from steals and swaps and guaranteed a postseason berth. A postseason berth, I should note, is a new player being hatched into your shadows. Should the holder win the championship, they will claim a title. We have a second option is penance, penance. The champion of each season will play the following season under penance, starting every game at a severe disadvantage. Win the internet series under penance in order to repent. So, you know, that one was kind of made for you, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And based evolution. Every third championship a team wins will cause the team and its players to evolve. Players that round the phylogenic bases will get to go home. Oh, okay. Home is capitalized.
1: Yeah, they're all going to go and watch the, uh, the movie that starred Rihanna and <laughs> Jim Parsons, Home.
0: <laughs> now, our decree passing with 53% of all decree votes is based evolution from nursery to vault pillars quake here's a word i don't actually really know accretion a c c r e t i o n accretion
1: hold on what is it i need to i need to type it out before i can tell what the word is oh accretion like when yes when a thing um accumulates yes like
0: an onion yeah um <laughs> The process of growth or, or increase typically by gradual accumulation of additional layers or mounder, uh, according to Oxford English Dictionary. Accretion, first steps, rounding first. The tigers have evolved. The tigers gain their own specific modification, which is ambush. Ambush reads that when a player is incinerated in a game this team is playing, a Hall of Flame player, which means a previously incinerated player, will join their shadows. So whenever a player is incinerated during a Tigers game, a previously incinerated player will go into their dugout, basically.
1: So it's just a dugout full of, like, burned-out corpses?
0: (laughs) Well, hopefully, you know, they are better than corpses. Uh, but we haven't (laughs) seen it proc yet. So who knows? Um, yeah. Notably all the Tigers players also evolve to base 1 as we saw the uh previous teams that came down have interestingly players that evolve to base 1 apparently have a minimum threshold of of stats at 1 star so the Hades Tigers actually get a little bit of upgrades from this as players who were below 1 star in in a given stat are increased to a minimum of 1 star
1: Hell yeah, Tigers.
0: Now, here's where I talk about the final new addition to Blazeball of the season, which is Wills.
1: Finally, a, a topic I am qualified to comment on.
0: Now, I, I haven't been talking about it much over the course of the season, but essentially, Wills are a new category of blessings, in a way, because how Wills work... Is at uh, over the course of the season, uh, players can, as they previously could cast votes for blessings and decrees, can also cast votes for wills. However, every team are guaranteed two wills, selected from a lottery of votes cast by that team. So now you have a lottery against other teams with blessings and a lottery against your own team for wills. The wills this season are plunder, steal a player from the Idols board, steal a player from the Idols board, send a random player back for your team, exchange Swap a player from a team in an opposite sub-league with a player from your team. Foreshadow. swap a player from your shadows to the active roster. Infuse, boost a player on your team. Trust, uh, one of your team's player receives a mystery benefit. Alternate, call in al- an alternate for a player on your team, which is re-rolling their stats. Revoke, revoke a player from your roster. And Enrich, which is picking a modification for your team next season. Now, here's the thing. We have 24 teams. Right? We have 24 teams right yes. now. Each of these teams are going to get two wills. I am going to speed through this as best that I can. I have a, I'll call out a couple things, but we're going to go through through this fast. So, the Tigers, they first win foreshadow se- uh, bringing Mateo Triumphant from their shadows and sending Renmore into the shadows. Then, they trust Zion Alicia Keys, and she is granted the Flippers modification. Uh, the Flippers mod, when a player is on base... When a, when the, when the field is flooded, then they will score rather than being removed from, uh, the base running position. The Pies vote to infuse Rustlin greatness. They also exchange Huber Frumple from the Worms, uh, sending back Pharrell Siegel. The Sunbeams, uh, choose to trust Lars Taylor, granting him the Flippers Marg. Lars Taylor is a pitcher. (laughs) The Sunbeams also plunder Alden cash money from the Tigers and send back Nerd Pacheo. The Hawaii Fridays trust Jacob Winner, which means Jacob Winner gets the flippers. Hey! Uh, They also infuse Alyssa Harrell, boosting her stats. The Jazz Hands enrich themselves with the fourth strike and infuse Tamara Crankit. The Garages infuse Betsy Trombone and plunder Nagomi McDaniel, sending Gweer, Greer Griffin to the Fridays. The Millennials choose to infuse Sandy Cher, boosting her stats, and Foreshadow sending Hat- er, bringing forward Hatfield Suzuki from the Shadows, swapping with Charlton Seabright. The Oystalkers Talkers trust Polkadot Patterson, who again is a pitcher, and infuse Greer Lott. Now, the the Firefighters Firefighters, the first thing they do is call forth Max Banana Nana (laughs) from the shadows and sending Declan Suzanne, known dirtbag, and possible boyfriend of Tillman Henderson to the shadows. (laughs) Notably, Declan Suzanne, as you recall, was fireproof. They could not get rid of him any other way, apparently. (laughs) Also, an important thing to learn about Wills is that Wills... So when you, for most wills, when you cast the vote for the will, you select who you're aiming to receive it or what players you're targeting, and that doesn't change as the season happens. So if you cast vote for wills early on in the season for a player who then moved from your team in some way, that player can still get what you voted for, as we see when the firefighters vote to infuse the incinerated Josh Butt, boosting his stats. Yes! Yes! Butt's back, but, baby. Well, no, butt still. Butt is still incinerated, just his better stats now. Butt's back in a metaphysical sense. Uh the Kansas City Breathmints, at odds with themselves, vote to infuse Pudge Nakamoto, increasing their stats, but then also revoke. Pudge Nakamoto, which gives, uh, the Pudge Nakamoto the modification of roaming. Roaming players have a chance of moving to a new team at the end of every season, which they do, moving to the Charleston Shoe Thieves. These spies target Knight Triumphant uh, for an exchange, sending back Moral Wilson and then infuse Sosa Hayes. The Flowers. Oh, here's where it gets fun. The Flowers. In just a, just an amazing, an amazing setup of odds. The Flowers. Choose to bring forth Zesty Ya Boy from the shadows and send Elena Bella Hollywood to the shadows. Now, of flower votes, there was a 1% chance of this happening. Then, with an exchange targeting Nagomi McDaniel and Elena Bella Hollywood, with a zero, this was a vote with a 0% chance of happening, rounded down, the flowers exchange. Elena Bella Hollywood, from their shadows for Nagomi McDaniel. Star player, tragic figure Nagomi McDaniel is sent to the Flower's Shadows because of a confluence of events that no one uh. could have predicted. I love this big, dumb, stupid game. Oh, man, and we still have wills to go through. So... Wild Wings plunder Jessica Telephone, send back Joshua Watson, and trust Franz Beans. I don't know if Franz Beans is a pitcher or not. We're not gonna go through that. Uh, Dolly infuse Logan Horseman, and trust Randy Dennis. The Magic alternate Corey 12, and then exchange Corey 12, who they just made an amazing pitcher, for King Weatherman. Notably, I don't have any, like, context on this. Apparently, there was a thing where the Magic hate King Weatherman. I don't know. They're anti-monarchists. I don't know. I don't have context. Apparently, King Weatherman knows what he did, but that's what the magic do. They infuse Corey-12 and then exchange him for their worst enemy, apparently. The Shoe Thieves enrich themselves with Fourth Strike and infuse Tillman Henderson. (sighs) Tillman.
1: Tillman, Tillman, Tillman. Is there ever going to be an episode where we don't talk about the internet's bad boy boyfriend? Tillman, Tillman Henderson,
0: the bad boy of baseball, is infused, boosting his stats, and notably, just one one small note about this. T- one of Tillman's hidden stats, uh, I believe his unthwackability, which is a pitching stat, is point six nine six nine. Nice. nice. <laughs> the tacos infuse Sexton Weirer and choose to bring Yummy Elcott from the Shadows, shadowing Peanut Bong. The lovers enrich themselves with Force Strike and choose to bring Milo for Milo Brown forth from the shadows, uh foreshadowing Fletcher Yamamoto. The stakes alternate Gallop Gallup, Gallup- Crawler. The they also infuse Leech Herman. The the Lift Trust Wyatt Quitter and foreshadows Silver Semiquaver, sorry, bringing forth Silver semi, Semiquaver from the shadows, shadowing Concrete Mandible. <sighs> the Georgias it, choose to trust Saban Sabon Chark and infuse Rigby Frederick. The Worms target Pitching Machine and send back Mindy Kogel. Notably, this means Pitching Machine is now a batter. <sighs> they also choose to infuse Huber Frumple, who you might recall was stolen earlier in the wills. <sighs> the mechanics plunder Polka Dot Patterson from the Moistalkers, sending back Doc Annis. And uh, bring forth Zoe Kirshner from the Shadows, shadowing Quinns Jasperson. And finally, the Crabs, our good old beloved crabs, enrich themselves with Fourth Strike and j- bring Jacoby Podcast from the Shadows... Sending Bevan Bevan Underbuck to the Shadows. Jacoby Podcast. Truly, truly a a shout-out to us coming forth from the Shadows.
1: Finally. When is somebody going to appreciate the podcasters?
0: So, that was the Wilfs. We still have blessings to go. My God. Blessings! Best Defense blesses the Seattle Garages. Their best hitting pitcher and worst hitter swap places. Goodwin Morrow, Absolute Monster... Goes to a batter, Elena Bella Hollywood, now a pitcher. New York Millennials win Uncle Indemnity, meaning that the hard boiled Uncle Plasma, who you may uh, recall was on the BC Noir during the coffee cup, has joined the New York Millennials rotation. We have no idea what hard boiled does. The Canda Moist Talkers have won Earlbirds, meaning that the Moist Talkers will be Earlbirds, meaning that. During the next season's Earl season, they will all be overperforming. They also win tag team hitting, boosting their hitting by ten percent, and also boosting the Worms' hitting uh, by ten percent. The Chicago Firefighters win f- win three blessings. First, they win organ replacements. Uh, yeah. <laughs> which it's it's our old friend exploratory surgeries. It's our old friend exploratory surgeries. All right. Um, okay. Kenji Rogers, uh, they get decent roles on this. Kenji Rogers improves, and Egan Harrison improve, uh, it, it gets a little bit worse. It's not amazing. They also win late to the party. They will be late to the party next season and will be overperforming in the late season next season. Also, they win tag team pitching, boosting their pitching by 10% and boosting the pitching of the lowest team in the opposite league, which is the Baltimore Crabs. Baltimore Crabs pitching is boosted by 10% (sighs) thanks to Chicago. Chicago, we love you. The Mexico City Wild Wings win the best offense. Uh, Stephanie Winters becomes a hitter and Cel Barajas becomes a pitcher. Uh, The Summoning Circle is won by the Yellowstone Magic. Chorby Short becomes a better hitter. Sad for uh, things. Chorby, you lost what made you special. Even sadder is Wyatt Glover. Wyatt Glover, you may recall, is our good friend who had exploratory surgeries repeatedly fail on them and get even worse.
1: Not a thing that you want to repeatedly fail on you. Also,
0: Wyatt Glover is a credit to team, meaning that Wyatt Glover pays out five times the amount of coins as an idol whenever they do whatever pays out. Now, over the last season, over season 12, betting was apparently mathematically less good than it was in previous seasons. So what a lot of players were doing was just idling on Wyatt Glover. Because Wyatt Glover paid out five times as much. So even if he was just mediocre, you still made bank.
1: I love making bank over mediocrity. <laughs> Wyatt Glover... That's basically about how my job works.
0: <laughs> Wyatt Glover, as a result of Summoning Circle, gets even worse. Yes. Oh, yes. So yeah, that's fun. The tacos win wind sprints, boosting their base running. Uh, the Francis- Francisco lovers win the big sip, uh, j- getting the hard-boiled liquid friend from the BC Noir. And finally, the Baltimore crabs win the rack, boosting their defense. Crabs shell up, claws up, and that is the election, my friend. <sighs> we did it. All right. That was season twelve. My God, there was a lot to go over. So, hopefully, you know, I won't have quite as much to go over next season. <laughs> but Lee, do you have any questions on this season? <laughs> uh,
1: this is a, this isn't a bit that
0: I'm doing. Um,
1: I I was talking to Sam yesterday, and he had a question. And I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know where it is, shit. There should be an app for Blazeball. That's what I'm going to say.
0: So, so your what you what you want from the oncoming seasons is is mobile Blazeball.
1: Yeah, Sam, I'm sorry I couldn't find your question. I'll get to it the next <laughs> recording. Yeah, um I want I want Blazeball to be appified. I want to be at my desk and be able to pick up my mobile device and say i would love to check the standings of my favorite baseball
0: team the ohio worms now lee i'm going to say i'm going to say i think i think i think you're not thinking big enough i think you want you know you just you don't want just baseball on your phone just to check the standings you want to you want motivation to go out into the world to run the bases of real life and perhaps to collect your favorite baseball players out in the field <laughs>
1: I'm not going outside if that's what you're trying to trick me into.
0: Oh, well, fine. I guess Blaseball Go will just have to wait.
1: They, they already invented Blaseball Go, and it's the Blazeball module for Zombies Run.
0: <laughs> Fair, yeah. It's a long way between first and second base. Oh, all right. Well, beyond that, um, just the, the tiny note that I'm going to make uh, in terms of bookkeeping, which is, uh, as always, if you found this useful... Um, and you like listening to us, it would, it, it would be nice, uh, if you threw us a tip in our tip jar, which you can find in, uh, our show notes, just because, hey, we have to pay for hosting now. So, uh, if you,
1: yeah, if, please give if, us money. If you find
0: this useful, uh, we'd appreciate it. And we've gotten a couple actually in the, in, uh, actually over the past couple days. So that's cool. Um, so thank you to, uh, Fans, feel free to like shoot me shoot shoot us a message on Twitter, like at Cultural Event. I'm more than willing to read out like names if if you want us to say, hey, you you contributed to to this is a cultural event.
1: Yeah, if you give us money and give us a message to read out on the podcast, and we'll as do long it. as
0: it's not you know like egregiously awful.
1: Oh yeah, no, if, if we're not saying anything racist, but if you want us to like. I don't know. Be like, oh hey, uh, this is a message um, from Tillman Henderson for Augusta Chadwell. Your car sucks. <laughs> we'll do that. Oh my god. Actually, if you wanna, if you want to pay us money to beef with other people, that would be ideal.
0: RP Twitter, if you want, if you want to use us to, to hash out beef, we're here for that.
1: RP Twitter, please use us to hash out beef. There's never been a single thing in the world that I've been more uniquely qualified to do.
0: Uh, But until then, as always, I've been Evan Saft. You can find me on Twitter at NamesEquipped. You can find both of us on our other podcast rollout playing a queer-as-fuck mass campaign. And Lee, you want to take it from here?
1: Yes, as always, my name has been Eli Lee. You can find me on Twitter at It's HamHawks. And until next time, I hope that you don't have to go look up the phrase circus peanut slurry at any time in the immediate future. (laughs)
0: thanks to The Garages for letting us use their song, and I mean All Gods, as our theme. You can find more music that they've written about baseball at thegarages.bandcamp.com.